I'm his dad, Jeff Burnham, and we're coming to you from our makeshift classroom in the bunker deep below Frankenstein's monkey farm. We're here to provide you with lessons in monster awareness and preparedness just in case you should ever happen to find yourself trapped inside a monster movie, which, you know, happens every once in a while, so you gotta prepare for these things. That's when Monster Stampede comes in handy. Yes, sir. And you're in luck today, students, because the teacher is in and he is here to talk to you about a creature that, oh boy, if you find yourself in a monster movie, I bet there's a good chance you could run into this one. Frankenstein. Frankenstein? Frankenstein's a guy. He's not a monster. There's two kinds of Frankenstein monster. Oh, you're talking about the Frankenstein monster. That's a way different lesson. Yep. So Al's going to tell you everything you need to know about the Frankenstein monster. Al, what do your students need to know? So, the Frankenstein is almost like a zombie. He's the same color as a zombie. And the What color is he? Green. Green, okay. And some zombies are green? All of them. Well, there's some movies where they're not green, but fair enough, fair enough. Some are green. Just like the Frankenstein, that's how the people made them in the movies. The Frankenstein movies. Alright, so he was made green. Yes. So if you run into something green, it could be a Frankenstein monster. Or a zombie. Or a zombie. But okay, okay, that's a good point. So if our listeners run into something green, how do they know it's a Frankenstein monster and not a zombie? Because... The zombies, they're a little bit different shaped. Okay, what's the shape of a Frankenstein monster? He walks the same as a zombie, but they make different noises. The Frankenstein monster doesn't talk. He, like, screams stuff like something like that. Some movies he does talk a little bit, though. Yeah. Yeah, there are definitely Frankenstein movies where he does talk. With that in mind, would you say that the Frankenstein monster is smarter or dumber than a zombie? Think smarter. Mm, So zombies, easily outwitted, maybe. But a Frankenstein monster, not so much, huh? Yeah. Frankenstein monster is, to me, a zombie, but a different kind of zombie. A specific zombie, you're saying. Okay, okay. So what makes him so special? Does he do things differently? Was he made differently? Does he look different? He looks different. You're right. Okay. He he looks different in different Frankenstein monsters. Yeah, okay. So he looks different in different movies. Yeah. Yeah. What would you say is the traditional appearance of the Frankenstein monster? 
Um. How is he normally depicted? Like a normal human. Okay, so he's got a, a human look. Head. Okay, human look with a flat top head. Got it. Yeah. What else? There's things on his neck that you have to electrocute so he comes to life. Okay, so yeah, he's got the bolts on his neck. Yeah. Yeah. So green, flat head, bolts on his neck. Yep. And he walks like a zombie. You say. Yeah. And he looks like a zombie. And he looks kind of like a zombie. He probably smells like a zombie too, if I had to guess. We do. Yeah, because he's you know a dead guy brought back to life, yeah. of course. Of course. They had to figure out how to bring a dead guy back to life. Who did? The guys in the Frankenstein movies. What are their names? I don't remember all of their names. I remember two of the guys' names. Okay, what are those two names? Doctor Frankenstein and Igor. Igor, sure, yeah, the traditional assistant of Frankenstein. Yeah. In every Frankenstein movie, his head looks a little different from the other movies. Seeing those two pictures I have on my wall. Mm-hmm. One of those pictures, he has a top with flat. In my Monster Squad, he has a a circle head. Yeah, like a big oval head. Yeah. 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 Al has、uh, two pictures on his wall. What he's referring to is obviously the Monster、yeah. Squad one, which he already referenced, and the original James Whale Frankenstein from Universal.、Yeah. So you have the、uh, Tom Noonan Frankenstein monster in Monster Squad, and the Boris Karloff Frankenstein monster in Frankenstein. And those two do look different, right? Yeah. But. Would you say they're still both recognizable as the Frankenstein monster? I would say yes. My next question for you is: How is he dressed? Does he wear clothes? Because I know some monsters don't wear clothes. The Yeti didn't wear clothes, right? Mummies don't wear clothes. Mummies don't wear clothes. Sometimes werewolves can wear clothes. In the Monster Squad movie, the werewolf in Monster Squad wears clothes. That's true. That's true. And in Wolfman. So, what about the Frankenstein monster, though? In Monster Squad, he's probably dressed black. Is he dressed any differently in the Universal pictures? I know he's dressed different, but I don't remember the color he wears on the Universal. Well, those are in black and white, so we can't really see the color. Yeah, it's just black and white, so you don't really know which color it is. So it's that's true. But he's wearing clothes, kind of a suit, I guess. Would you say he's wearing a suit in these pictures here? I would say he's wearing a suit. Yeah, so like a zombie, but wearing a suit, bolts on his neck, and his head can be different in every monster. But usually stitches or something, right? But if he's got a flat top on the top of his head, could be a Frankenstein monster. And if he has the oval shape head. Yeah, so long as he's got the bolts on his neck, that's the important、yeah. part. I'm hearing. The important part you have, if you see something with bolts on his neck, that's a Frankenstein. If you don't see it, it's a zombie. Good points. Yeah. So now you know how to recognize one. What should our listeners do if they encounter a Frankenstein monster? Should they be worried? Or maybe just talk to it. Interesting. So, what you're saying is the Frankenstein monster might not be a bad guy. Nah. 
But he might be. He might be. Mm, he might be angry. Okay. How would you know if he's angry or nice? If you try to talk to him, and if he doesn't, he might be bad or maybe bored or something. <laughs> so he could attack you if he's bored? Well, maybe just don't talk to him sometimes. So maybe just watch him for a minute. Yeah. And if he seems angry, what should you do? Maybe just walk past. Yeah, don't engage? No. Nah. So if he seems nice, talk to him. And if he seems angry, just run away. No, just walk past. Walk past. Act natural. Yes. Right, be casual. Don't provoke. Yep. I gotcha. Is he afraid of anything in particular? Is there something that might make him upset? Throwing food at him? Yeah, I mean, that would make me mad. It would make anybody mad. Yeah, absolutely. Because the Frankenstein is like a zombie human thing. Is he afraid of anything? Yeah. Fire. Fire? Okay. So if he sees fire, maybe then he would be upset. Yeah. How, how does he react when he sees fire? Scared. Ah. So if you see a Frankenstein monster and fire near each other, maybe that's when you should walk past, huh? Or maybe just call the fireman and put the fire out. Ah, so help it. Okay, yeah. help the Frankenstein monster. Yeah. This is an interesting situation we find ourselves in because from what you're explaining to me, Alistair, it doesn't sound like the Frankenstein monster is a bad guy. Nope. So should we fight the Frankenstein monster? No, if you see him, maybe like mad or something like that, just be normal and walk past or something like that. Good advice. Good yeah. advice. Yeah. He tends not to fight unless provoked. Yep. Unlike the Yeti, which you told us last time, might just want to eat you. Yep. Frankenstein monster, will he eat you? No. He's not big enough. Oh, he's not big enough? I mean, he could eat parts of you, I guess. Yeah. Tiny parts. Yeah. But I don't know if he wants to. Does he eat anything? We don't really see him in the Frankenstein movies. In Young Frankenstein, he's given yeah. soup, but I don't think he eats that because, oh, yeah, it's like poured on his crotch. Yeah. Yeah. Because when he goes to an old man's house, he gets fire on his thumb. Yeah, his thumb gets lit on fire. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's blind. Yeah, the old man, played by Gene Hackman, is blind. Yeah, and of course, we talked about Young Frankenstein on a previous episode, on our Gene Wilder memorial episode. So... Is there anything else our listeners need to know about the Frankenstein monster before we move on to assigning homework? Um, no. So it's time to assign homework? Yep. And in this section of Al's Monster Stampede, we assign homework. Meaning, we're going to give you some further recommendations for monster research. If you want to learn more about the Frankenstein monster, we're going to give you some movies to look at in order to do just that. Alistair, do you want to go first? Yes. So, we have Monster Squad, Frankenstein Monster, and Young Frankenstein. So, Monster Squad from 1987, Fred Decker yeah. movie. Frankenstein, not Frankenstein Monster, but Frankenstein from 1931, the original Universal Classic. And Young Frankenstein. Those are Al's recommendations. Yes. 
I would say to add to that, and I'm sure you would agree, pretty much all of the Universal movies are worth watching. Yes. Like Frankenstein meets Wolfman? Yes. And House of Frankenstein with all the monsters in it? Yep. Yeah. Those are pretty good, huh? And also Monster Squad. And also Monster Squad. That does have all the monsters in it, too. The Fishman, Dracula, a mummy, um, the Wolfman, and Frankenstein. Yeah, sure does. I would also add to that the Hammer Frankenstein movies. Those are good, too. And throw out a recommendation from the Countdown Movies and TV Reviews podcast because somebody had to mention it, and it always gets mentioned there. For Wayne, I guess we will recommend Van Helsing. I personally don't recommend Van Helsing, but you know what? Wayne of our sister podcast, The Countdown, seems to love it, so let's give that a shout-out. Yes. I would also add to this list, and I'm surprised you didn't mention this, Alistair, Hotel Transylvania. Yes, I knew there was one in it, but I forgot to say it. So check out the Hotel Transylvania movies as well, because there's a pretty good Frankenstein monster in there. That's all homework. Class dismissed. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> That's a good school bell. Well, if you want to keep informed about any episodes we put out follow us on social media we're on twitter at cadaver underscore cast you can find us on facebook at cadavercast one word and email us at cadavercast at gmail.com again one word we'd love to hear from you look us up send us a message send us a tweet anything we love you <laughs> that we do that we do so i guess it's time to sign us out alistair You've been listening to Cadavercast Presents Monster Stampede. I'm Al Burnham. And I'm his dad, Jeff Burnham. And until next time... Stay safe. We want to give a huge shout-out to Word Salad Network's Patreon supporters, Jen Ginsberg and John Stahl. You are super awesome. If you listeners want to become a supporter of CadaverCast, the thing to do is head on over to patreon.com slash wordsalad. Any money you donate to patreon.com slash wordsalad goes to supporting the amazing content here at Word Salad Productions, including... Cadavercast, right Al? Yeah. And that's super helpful because, of course, running a podcast costs real life money, doesn't it, buddy? Yeah. Yeah, so it's a huge help and it means a lot to us. And because it means so much to us, we want to give back to you as our patrons. So if you become a patron, you will have access to exclusive episodes. Thus far, we have exclusive Word Salad crossover episodes, including an episode on Vampire's Kiss starring Nicolas Cage and an episode of quote-unquote Guilty Cadavercast and the Countdown Movies and TV Reviews, the three of our podcasts crossing over to talk about Guilty Pleasure movies. Another perk, if you're a fan of Cadavercast, is we will be posting our Monster Stampede episodes to Patreon early. And if you're a fan of the Countdown Movies and TV Reviews podcast, we will actually be posting some of their old episodes 
on Patreon as exclusives. Those episodes are no longer available online anywhere else. So if you're a fan of The Countdown and want to go back into their catalog, the only way to do that is to become a patron. Doesn't that sound cool? Yep, it does. So, head on over to patreon.com slash wordsalad. Donate today. Help us out big time. Get tons of cool content for yourself in the process. And be cool. Yeah, man. That's what all the cool people are doing, huh? Yeah. Thanks, everybody. Thanks.